Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from each other's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're a new listener, Thank you so much for coming aboard, and we pray you continue to come back for more. Please give us a like, share, and follow, and tell a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being on this awesome journey with us, and we pray you continue to come back for more. All right, grab your coffee, tea, drink, whatever it is, grab a seat, and let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this Friday, uh, we're going to call this a rant session. It's just ranting. Um, and raving about some things that's been on my mind and it's been on my heart and, and we'll get into a lot more later, but you know, there are some things, even when we do these podcasts and, and when you have people out there that are advocating for things and we have, um, certain people that want to do things for you or whatever, I, I get into these little fixes every now and again when I'm looking at social media and I'm looking at content and I'm looking for things that's just going on in and around the world, what has been so troubling to me uh, here lately are the the, the children, uh, I won't call them children because they're just a younger generation uh, between, let's say, 18, 25, 30 or whatever you want to call it. And I have to get into it because this is actually a reason why this podcast was created. And so when we get onto social media and we see these little girls out here who are just so promiscuous, these children who have no clue and people and hey, but let me tell you something. Hold on. (laughs) Thank you. Holy Spirit. There There are even grown folks who have the same beliefs or share these beliefs that a woman don't need a man. She doesn't need anyone to take care of her. She can pay her own bills. She's independent. You have adopted this. I don't need nobody. Um, attitude, mindset. I make my own money. I'm good, you know, and things like that. But what's so troubling, even to me, they have this thing going around and I don't know what it is. These little girls, almost like they're looking to pick up a guy. I don't know what you call it. And then they had this whole little balloon thing where you pop the balloon. Well, most of them are popping the balloon because the guys are a certain age. Most of them are popping the balloon because something didn't resonate with them. But um, these, there were two girls that the guy came up to and he asked how old they were. And one was 24, one was 26. And the question to them was, what do you look for in a man, you know, when you're trying to date or whatever? And the first thing out of their mouths were money, <laughs> money. And he's, the guy proceeds to go, how much money? Oh, money, you know, uh, enough to pay my bills kind of thing. And he said, no, I mean, what else do you look for in money? You know, so the guy proceeds on to say, well, let's pretend that I'm that guy and and we're trying to talk, you know, whatever. So just pretend I'm that guy and I do all those things for you. What would you do for me? So the young girl, this is the 24 year old, 
proceeds on to say, I mean, you know, I would stay at home, you know, cook clean. And there's a term out there. And y'all know my podcasts are not vulgar. Of course, last week I got upset about some bitterness and said some things. But I won't say what she said. But it, it it entails using your mouth for certain things that only food should go in. But um, and 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 to her, this was her lot in life for paying him back for taking care of her bills. And I thought of the mindset of these young girls, and I thought of the mindset that how shallow can it be that you think life amasses to sex or whether it's penner or penetration or oral that that's all you have to offer to a man. And it and it hurts my heart as women because this is why we create the podcast. Women, you don't you don't really know obviously how amazing you are. You don't really understand the dynamics of what you have. And I don't mean between your legs cuz ain't nothing down there that's not different or common to other some whatever you call it dry, whatever. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere still. You just a release. But my thing is when we think that's our measure in lot in life and you have reduced yourself, you have reduced your value to simply sex. Well, and then you're not giving him sex. You got your mouth on something. And that is even more troubling that you do not know your worth. You do not know your value. And so I get on this thing every Friday and I try to talk to the women and I try to talk to these people. And today I was talking with a couple of people, friends of mine, and um, me and Chrissy was talking and another young lady, and we were talking about the things of the world and what we see and and how troubling it is. And and, and I said, the children are our future. I started singing the Michael Jackson song. But, you know, and Brie goes, well, social media, of course, we all say social media is the devil. (laughs) People rely so much on social media. There's so many lies out there. There's so many things. There's so much that people rely on in their own strength. And you can't believe everything on there because, you know, there are lies. That's just a real. That's just that momentary thing to make myself look good. That's that momentary thing so I can get the attention, so I can get likes. But young ladies, let me be clear on something. And and I pray, God, we can resonate and get through to your heads to know you are more than your body. Older women, you don't have to show everything you have. My mother used to tell me, look, leave something to the imagination. Y'all so nasty, especially these that are in the gym. Y'all will have shorts about to cut y'all off. You can barely walk (laughs) because you got them so high up your tail and up your snooch that you're trying to show something. It's not cute. Okay, you you done went to the gym, you done got whatever you need, but do you really have to do it like that? And then you get mad at them when they say something to your nasty tail in the gym? You're nasty. If you're going to sit there and snook it all the way up your tail while you're sitting there sweating and getting all clabbered up and wet for whatever reason to show yourself off, it's okay because I know there's trauma behind that. I know there are some issues behind that. So we all have to get to that place in life that whatever we're doing and we seek that attention for certain things, we do things that's going to bring attention to us. Because if you were working out strictly for that, you wouldn't have to do all that. And don't come for me because I'll answer the call because a lot of times people, y'all just, you know, this or y'all that. No, baby, sis, I ain't hating. 
I'm just saying, conduct yourself as a woman. Be who God called you to be. Be that woman of God. Be that type of woman. Have something to show to these little children outside of sexy red little nasty tail who was sitting in the hospital twerking. And they just show some clip of a little girl. Um, the guy was, they were arguing because she had just had a newborn. And the guy was like, really... He was pleading out with her, like, you're you're going out every weekend. You don't even care, you know, and we have a family, we, you know, this or that. And the little baby was crying, but she was getting herself ready, getting herself together, had on this lace outfit. And, um, but you just had a child. Now, you know, we couldn't leave the house for a whole month. Take that baby outside <laughs> and watch how you, you get dealt with by your mother. Take that baby outside before a month come and you're going to get your head bust to the white meat. But now they, these little helpers take them out day two. If your tail get out the hospital day one, day two, you sitting somewhere with a whole newborn. When we came out, how old is the baby? Oh, she two months. Oh, she, oh he three days. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you wouldn't, y'all have these babies head, let me speak on that real quick. Y'all have these babies head dangling on social media <laughs> like it's about to fall off like a rag doll. Put your doggone hand behind that baby head and neck and hold it in place. Your doggone wench. Y'all are something else. Secure those children's head. Stop trying to make that baby hold their own bottle when they ain't but two days old. Oh girl, look at him. Look at her. She, y'all stupid. I said it, you're stupid, because I'm trying to find out where your mothers are. And that's what we were talking about today. Big mama, them gone. All the people of old that taught you something are gone. And you get yourself so encased in here on social media. You look at these housewives. You look at all this. Don't you dummies know this is just a real? Don't you know they get your attention where you sitting here looking at them all day that you can't accomplish nothing in life? Y'all are making these people rich while you sitting your broke trifling tail down there trying to go and suck some for a man to get money and think you balling. When you've reduced yourself to scraps, when you've reduced yourself to nothing, when you don't know your value, when you don't know if you're messing with a married man, he has no intentions to leave. He's going to stay home. He's still going to be with her. You just trifling because you just a release. And I told y'all a long time ago, if all of us got in line, you could stop it. I remember somebody told me, uh, Kim, a man is only going to do what you allow. And it's what y'all are allowing. It's what you, you, you're putting yourself out there for. And you think it's cute. You want to get on there. You want to talk about it as if you stole something. He wasn't nothing to steal in the first place, sis. You shouldn't be happy about that. And you don't look good doing it. Because, again, you're broken. You're trauma beaten. You got things in your life that has not been healed from that you allow yourself to be reduced down to just nothing but a piece of meat. I'm going to tell you something. You're not, you might be eye candy, but you sure ain't wifey material. You might be that release when Bay and him arguing and things like that, but he going back home. If you can't call that sucker at two in the morning, three in the morning, one in the evening, this, you know, you don't have no business talking to him. If you can only reach that sucker on a Tuesday, <laughs> Because that weekend sold up and y'all that's after Valentine's Day, your Valentine's Day is the 15th or the 13th, you're trifling. It's not cute. And so I get troubled in my spirit when I see all these things. I get so troubled and I get so upset 
when I see these things on social media and y'all real deal think you are balling, you real deal will come for people who try to correct that, who try to tell you to love yourself. Like, you know, to be a woman, to be that woman that's willing to wait for something special, willing to wait for someone, because you got to remember how you start a thing is how you're going to finish it. And however you come off to that man is what he see. It does not change. If you came out tricking, you're going to leave tricking. If you came out with him cheating, knowing he had something else, you're going to forever be a side piece. And you know, some side pieces move up, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> some move up, <laughs> but then that just make your spot open. So don't get it twisted as if you don't arrived because I don't respect a man. I, I, I remember a guy tried to talk to me. Oh God, this has been eons ago. Yeah. About 30 years ago. But I remember the guy trying to talk to me and um, I asked the guy if he was married. And he said, yes. I said, but you know, if you spend half the time that you're spending trying to get hold to me with your wife, I said, I believe that relationship can be better. You see, y'all spend so much time being invested in somebody, especially if you're mad at somebody, you want to get back at her, you know, I'm going to show her, you know, I'm this or that. But again, that's because the mamas are going out the house. Well, they mammies, because y'all out there trying to get your hair, nails and stuff done so you can go up in the club harder than your kid or these other mothers, you putting these iPads in these kids' face so that they don't bother you. Whatever that kid asks for, yeah, 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 you can have it because then it frees you up or you have lost yourself into some man that you have no identity. And you have, you have morphed into 15,000 people. Every time you meet somebody. And that just simply says, you don't know who you are. You don't know your purpose. You do not have a relationship with Christ. Everything we do in the flesh, you see. But some things only come out by developing that relationship with God, getting in that word, studying that word, praying and asking God to heal you, praying and asking God to lead you. The best way to get over a man is not to get under another one, sweetie. The best way to get over a man is to get yourself somewhere and be still and sit down and ask God to reveal those things to you that have hurt you in your life. Um, those trauma bonds that you still carry, those things that has weight that you still, you know, are trying to recoup from. I always tell people, now, hell, I didn't cut you, so don't bleed on me. But hurting people hurt people. But I've also been on the other end of the spectrum where I, even in my survival mode, have uh, simply, um, you, you, you do things to cope. You build these walls. But then what we don't understand is it's almost like a moat around a castle. You build these walls, but the only person stuck in it is you. And I used to tell people, you have to tell me what I do because I won't remember if I if I did something wrong, bring it to my attention because I, I certainly will apologize for it. And I'm not afraid to do that because that's the most humane thing to do. But some of us go around holding contention and grudges and hatred in our heart and people don't even know they offended you. People don't even know what they've done to you. And so you're holding yourself prisoner. So that's why we have to be keen on forgiveness. That's why we can't take things into our own hands. That's why we can't sit here and go, I'm going to get you back. Betrayal is a thing. 
it, and it's hard, be it if it came from your parents, some kind of caregiver, your, your romantic partner, you got to understand these things are rooted in stuff. These things are grounded in stuff. But for the younger generation, hell, some of these little girls have experienced more than I, I'm 53. <laughs> and these kids have seen more than God knows. And I won't see it because I'm on the other side now. I'm on the downslope. And uh, my life doesn't call for that. My life doesn't call for the things that they're going through. But some of these children are experiencing some things that are so they shouldn't have to see. They shouldn't have to do. They, they shouldn't have to have a survival mechanism in them because we're not being mothers. We're not we're not uh, disciplining these children. We're not showing them. You know why we're not? Because we're broken. And we come from a broken home. We come from dysfunctional people. We come from something that we hadn't healed from because none of us, even back in the days, I shared with the lady, we are um, apt to believe that black people does not need counseling. And that's how they felt. We, you know, they felt that was only for white people. No, you need counseling too. Yeah, and some of us go to our pastors and we go for the spiritual counseling. Absolutely. But then also God gives you that ability to even go for the counseling for counselors that can help you. There are some things that build up attachments. You have an attachment that comes along with that. You have insecure bonds that lead you to certain things. And even in that relationship, those emotions will run deep, you know, in our lives you know, sometimes we have things bottled up that we don't even realize. If you have had childhood trauma, let me share with you a, a, just a couple of things that even if you don't recognize it, that I want you to be able to recognize that, oh Lord, I might have a trauma bond. I might have some things that's rooted in my past that I have not addressed, that I have not taken care of. If you have thoughts of suicide, call that hotline. If you have an eating disorder, if you have a substance use, if you have difficulty trusting others, I did. If you have panic attacks, anxiety, depression, or any other mental health symptoms, you got problems uh, expressing or managing your emotions. I did. I used to allow people to silence me because I felt they would probably leave me. Now that was in my twenties and thirties. Now don't get it twisted. I got the gift of goodbye. Now you can go, sir. Uh, and there's the door. So you, but you got to be able to re recognize when you've experienced betrayal, you're going to disassociate and you're going to, you're going to uh, detach from reality and to avoid the memories. Like, I, you know, I used to, <laughs> I remember y'all asking my mom one day, mom, did something happen? My mom was like, girl, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Cause I, I didn't have the ability to love. Like I felt like I needed to love. and. Truth be told, hell, I don't remember my childhood. I don't remember nothing. <laughs> and I've also forgotten middle school. Hell, I forgot elementary. I've forgotten middle school. And then you wonder, even through study, even through these things like this, and, and don't get it twisted. I always tell y'all, the only difference between me and you is you know about mine, and I don't know about yours because I'm about as transparent as a, a box of saran wrap. But, but I'm okay with that because I thank God for Jesus that I've been through the things that I've been through that I'm able to share with you these things so that you could heal, so that you could know you're not alone. Girl, I got a closet just for problems. <laughs> I got a, clo a closet just for pain. I got a closet, but then I got a God for healing. I got a God who brought me through. I got a God 
that took all that away. That said, daughter, free somebody else. Each one reach one. Y'all, when you come, reach down and pull somebody else up. Tell somebody about it. Your mess can be a message. Your test is a testimony so others can know, man, she went through it. She overcame. She's good. And sometimes I ain't good because, you know, some things still stay with me. <laughs> some things still stay with me. But as young ladies, I look at these children. And of course, they're children to me. You are experiencing too much at such a young age. You are doing too much at such a young age. And of course, I blame a lot where they've taken prayer out of school, where they've taken the power for you to whoop your children, but then they look at you crazy because the Bible says better Royce for the child. And he, he said, if you beat them, they ain't going to die. <laughs> but did you die? Because I got beat with stitching cords, but did I die? I'm still... <laughs> But, you know, so that betrayal comes in so many ways. If we feel like our parents didn't protect us, um, we can be hurt by some of and we we block it, you know, and we blind ourselves to that betrayal because we fear future betrayals. But then guess what it can do? It can jack up like for me, every relationship that came after that. Why? Because I didn't know how to handle that. Why? Because I didn't recognize my worth. Why? Because I didn't know my value. Oh, but if you come for me now, you know, but just know that your ability forget to forget becomes a coping mechanism. And I told someone the things that got me through how they say what 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 brought you here won't keep you here. And I'm big on that. Even in jobs and positions, when I get a position, oh, I'm going to run it. I'm going to I'm going to study it. I might have gotten it, but God allowed it. Now, I might not have been equipped when he called me, but he will equip the call. So I know he's going to give me the tools that I need to be successful. So even in life, infidelity, when somebody has done that, that leads to a loss of self-esteem, self-worth. And I know you got low self-esteem when you're out here half naked. I know you got low self-esteem when you sat there and told yourself that you boss. You're not. Your ass is, 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 is teetering over. You can't even pick up your keys if you drop them. Because you, 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 you're nasty. You're numb. You're angry. You feel guilty. You have difficulty controlling your emotions. There's intrusive thoughts coming in. That's infidelity trauma there right there. You got, you got depression, anxiety. So, you know, those things happen to us. But the thing about it is being able to recognize that, hey, I'm broken in some shape, form, or fashion. But there's beauty in the ashes. But we have to give it to God. We have to take everything to God in prayer. We have to say, Lord, I, I trust. I have faith to know that you're going to bring me through it for whatever the reason, for such a time as this. Lord, help me to be the mother that you call me to be because the Bible said I foreknew you. Those children have purpose, but you are thwarting those plans. You are making them take a detour that they didn't have to take because you are mammy. Because you choose to not be able to do that. But then you're not healthy. You understand what I'm saying? You're broken. And you brought that brokenness to those children. And and, and it's, it's, it's wreaking havoc 
And I guess because social media wasn't so prevalent back in my time, all we had time to do was play. All we had time to do was hang out. Hell, if you called in the line business, <laughs> you just called back. We had no three-way. <laughs> we didn't have no cell phone. And Lord, then when pages came out, you better wait till you get to the nearest uh, pay phone or home. It ain't like you could call. Then I, I bought the two-way pages, you know. Then we can have two-way. But at some juncture, y'all, you have to be able to recognize those issues. You have to be able to recognize that brokenness. You have to be able to recognize that, Lord, I need help. Lord, I'm spiraling out of control. Hmm. Lord, I, I want to be all that you've called me to be, but I don't know where to begin. Lord, I don't know where to start. Lord, help me to be that woman of God that you call me to be. Lord, help me. Lord, I don't like what I see in the mirror. Lord, I don't like this. I want to be better. And you could begin that recovery process. You know, whether it's you can rebuild trust, even in your own life, even after somebody has hurt you, it does not matter. You can rebuild your trust. You know, there are so many things, so many ways to do that, you you got to be able to separate your complaints from criticisms. The relationship will heal more quickly when you communicate. A lot of people are jacked up because we don't communicate. A lot of things in relationships are messed up because you didn't vet it in the beginning. You didn't vet that he was just cute. Girl, he's so fine, but he he broken. And hurting people hurt people. He came to you broke again. This is not build a bear. So you got two half broke people and going to make a broke hole and the relationship is going to be. And then you wonder why you keep repeating the same cycle. It's just a different body, but it's the same type because you attract like kind attracts. Vet that thing. Ask God to show you, you know, the kind of man that you want. It's out there. Stop letting people tell you it's not out there. Every man cheat. Y'all are a lie and the truth ain't in y'all little dog tails. Because hell, now the women are worse than the men. Y'all are so trifling, so nasty. I was looking at uh, something the other day. This little helper said, uh, <laughs> if you use a condom, the body count don't count. This, this young lady has slept with over 100 men, but she said it didn't count because she used a condom. Make that make sense. Make that make sense. <laughs> but there's nothing more precious in this life, y'all, than us being able to uh, recognize that we are the prize. You are the prize. You are the prize. You are the gift. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It might be difficult to see what God is doing right now or how he, he could ever use that situation for good. It, it you you could have found yourself right in the middle of it, you know, in the fire, in hard times, and and God is still there. I always tell people, even when you don't think He's moving, He's moving. He gives you the grace to make it through. He gives you the strength to make it through. You're purposed. These things are just a part of. I wonder why I suffer so much. I wonder why I went through so much. Lord, why I had to do that? Why did this have to happen to me? But I thank God because I'm who I am today as a result of the things that happened. I wouldn't be me. Now, there's some stuff I'll take back. <laughs> there's some stuff I'm going to take to the grave. Y'all ass ain't going to know everything about me. But sometimes 
when burdens overwhelm us and we feel like our hearts are hard. Like I, I, I told somebody today that I've been on this, I call it a metamufu. You know, when I know when, when I'm going through a change, I know when my life is shifting. I know when God is moving because I go into these funks. You know, I, I, I have these issues where life stands still and I just don't even know like, Lord, what's going on? What, what, what am I here for? What is my, you know, I stop in the middle of stuff and then I just, nothing matters. It's a shift and he's moving me into something else. And then just like that, I break out of it, but then I've changed. Then my realities of life has changed. How I see life has changed. Everything about life is changed. Sometimes it's difficult to see what God is doing or could he ever use those situations for good, but he's still moving. Sometimes our heart is so heavy. We want to be loved so much. (laughs) We don't even know. But if we pray and trust, see, when we seek him, the the word says he'll add all these things unto us. What's, What's inclusive in all? All things. What's excluded in all? Nothing. You're seeking things that he going to give you already. You're seeking a life and you're broke down, busted, disgusted, because you're trying to make a reason a season. And you're trying to make a season a lifetime. Everything ain't meant to go with you. But that also lets me know that you're afraid to be alone. You're afraid to deal with you. But late in the midnight hour, you still got to commune with yourself. You still got to look at yourself. That bottle won't do it. That sex won't do it. That uh, weed won't do it. Those men won't do it. Baby, you can't put on enough makeup. You can't buy the best car. You, you You can't put enough pictures on Facebook to get some likes. Cause they still jumping off bridges. They still running in front of cars. They still popping pills to go to sleep forever. And those are permanent decisions for temporary problems. But I see these young girls and my heart is troubled. My heart is hurting. My heart is aching. Because we don't know our worth. We don't know our value. Because we hadn't sought the creator to ask, Lord, what is it? Lord, I trust. Wherever you lead, I'll go. Lord, help me. That I know I'm not alone. Give me that calmness and that security that nothing else can give me. You know, that's the the thing about it is that's the void. Those are the things that you're missing. So we, we look for things and all we have to do is seek him. <laughs> we look for it in a man. We look for it in, in what we drive and y'all just as broke as the day long. <laughs> Y'all sitting there spending your money, then you get mad at somebody else for having money uh, because you don't spend all yours trying to be cute. The rich stay rich because they don't spend, but the poor stay poor because your tail sitting out there spending and robbing Peter to pay Paul and Sally to ran in there too. Now you got Sally to pay. Stop. Hell, ain't nobody impressed. You the one depressed with the bills, not impressed, but depressed. You still got bills to pay. And if it's a revolving account, you're going to run it up again. So, you know, but guess what, y'all? Guess what? The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. So that's encouraging news. That's Psalms 34, 18. 
And in, in Psalm 73, 26 says, my heart and my flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He's forever. You talking about forever, ever? He's forever my portion. For the spirit of God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. John 16 and 32 says, yet I am not alone, for my father is with me. So great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I know he's here. I know he got me. I know he going to cover me. Under his wings, you're going to find that refuge. The Bible says in Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? Nothing can separate you from the love. He loves you. He wants you to reach out. He is there all the time. There's a song that says he is there all the time. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Trust in the Lord, y'all, with all your heart and lean not on your, under, on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to direct your paths. Did y'all know that he gave us the perfect prayer to pray each day to help us get ahead of any offense, anything that can happen to us that may be coming our way? Our Father in heaven. You, you need to read it. That's in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. You read that. He's already given us that. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. We're forgiving those that's already hurt us. We're forgiving those. God is giving you the escape. God is leading you to that. You can survive this. You can be better than what the world says you are. You can be better than what society says you are. Uh, stop having these hashtags, relationship goals that you wish you looked like this one or that one. You don't know what it takes. You don't know what it took. You don't know what she's going through. Stop envying people. It's a sin anyway. Stop wanting to be in, in covet and have something somebody else have. You're the best version of you. Can't nobody do it like you, girl. Whatever God is imparting in your heart is for you. And see, I can't worry about you because you can't have what he got for me. It's mine. <laughs> you can't take what he got for me. That's why I don't worry about y'all. What God has for me is for me. We're all purpose. The Bible say fearfully and wonderfully may I for know you. If he foreknew me before I was in the womb, he already had a plan in mind for me. Even the heartaches, even the pain, even the stuff that I go through in life. He knew what it would do for me if I trust. Now, that sometimes <laughs> we'll make life take a detour on us. And he's a gentleman now because he gives us free will. So stop being upset with him when life deals you a blow. Ain't none of us getting out of here alive. Why he took mama? Hell, he going to take you one day. The thing you got to remember about loss, about grief, is not to stay stuck. Don't stay too long. Don't stay too long. Because then you're going to lose who you are. Make the best of it and make them proud. My mother never got to see the things that I've accomplished. My mother, you know, of course, from back in those days, she had a negative 
mindset at times. That tall of a name ain't going to be anything. I said, I'm going to make it great. Ask Siri, who was the first black chief of communications on Shreveport Fire Department. Ask Alexa the same thing and watch what they tell you. I'm in the books. It will never be in vain what they did for us. It will never be in vain. And I'm going to leave a a blueprint. I'm going to leave a legacy. I'm going to leave an inheritance for my children's children. Oh, yeah, I do the stock market too, y'all, and I'm about to be a trader. But you got to do things that when you make your mark, nobody, they won't forget. The things that God gives us is not really for us. It's about everybody else. We're all many members in one body, but we're all intertwined. You got to understand that. For this reason, he'll place this person. He'll put this person. God strategically aligns people. And you'll be wondering why. How this person came in my life? Because he knew what it was going to do for you. You are purpose in place there. Whether guess what? Whether you want to be there or not, God will, baby, can't nobody do you like Jesus. God will line that thing up. God will put that thing in place. And you're going to come my way. <laughs> if it's for that, I said, Lord, if it's someone to share with, Lord, if it's someone to encourage, if someone to lo- lead them to me, Lord, and give me a word in season, Holy Spirit, help that you speak through me, that I can give them that that they need. Because I needed things. But here's the thing for me nobody helped me. <laughs> nobody helped me on my journey. I had to learn, I had to read, I had to suffer. Oh, but God, he's a healer. He's a reward of those that diligently seeks him. And I love him for that. There's some things I did in my own strength. Lord, I've been on both sides of the coin with him and without him. And boy, I can mess some stuff up. And I'm not ashamed to say, Lord, I mess up. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop thinking that everything has to be this way, this way, this way. You're only lying to yourself. There's no such thing as perfection. We can strive for it. But perfection is a problem. When we strive for that, that's an issue. You got to know that too. You're seeking things that's not there. We're human. The Bible said we're all filthy rags. Oh, but for the grace that he saved us, for his mercy, we can endure these things. So, You know, I love y'all. Again, I took a different turn (laughs) on what my podcast was supposed to be about because so many things get into my spirit, man, and so many things trouble me. But I pray, God, you can understand that as women, you are powerful. As women, set the tone, set that uh, bar that you respect yourself. You can put on some nice clothes. You can still look good. Go ahead and do your face treatment. Go ahead and do your workout treatment. It's okay. But still have a little dignity about yourself. Still have a little truth and posture about yourself that our children are not emulating sexy red. Our children are not emulating Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, all these people that are half naked out there and all these devil worshipers and these that's sitting on a cross. I know y'all like to be high. I don't. But you know, that ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Now don't come for me. I, I will answer back. But you got to understand that God is our source. He's our healer. He's our redeemer. And he gives us that strength and that void that you're looking for, those people that you're seeking it out in, that man that you keep running to, that other man, that next man, that next man. That's not their place. People are not here to heal us. You got to come whole yourself. 
You got a half broken man and a half broken woman. And y'all just going to be some broken people. Vet it. Ask God about it. But get you right first. Spend that time in you. The Bible say he that findeth a wife finds a good thing. Why are you out here looking for him? Y'all better get off y'all knees proposing to these men with your dumb tails. He, men are predators. They like prey. They, they hunt. They seek. What are you getting out of you when you on your knees begging? Girl, sit down. But anyway, I love y'all. <laughs> I hope it helps somebody. Until next Friday. Um, I'm sorry I might have been a little unorthodox today, but there's just some things that bothers me. But anyway, y'all be blessed.